face of aliens is really the most common depiction of aliens that you see. Not only a all for you. So a pea brain is a and universe a in different dimensions. Yes, on my, my right to Mars. China. And my immediate thought is he spent two years working with extraterrestrial exactly beings during his time with the American military. arena is the uh, the hyperspace. That this I little girl is me. And you told somebody that she's dead. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You didn't disappear. I'm right here. I'm right here. I'm right here. Welcome, everybody, to End of Things. End of things. I am Stephen Radford, and uh, on the other end of the phone here is Ingday. Yeah, at the asshole of Brooklyn, the very bottom. The, the butt cheek of Brooklyn. More like the asshole. <laughs> yeah, you reckon? So, yeah, this, this podcast is pretty much a, a very candid, very open discussion about things that... Uh, of a of a supernatural paranormal conspiracy, um, and unusual. what most people don't believe. Yeah, stuff. Yeah, you know, the extraordinary. I like the extraordinary. Um, and yeah. I, and um, what you probably don't know is that uh, Ing Dave and myself come from very different standpoints on this. I think um, I'm um, I, I think I'm probably been. Um, uh, I've got a shoulder of corporate on my, sh- a hand of corporate on my shoulder. That's, um, in other words, I'm more skeptical than I think Ingdave is. Am I right? Uh, the, the corporate would rather see me dead with my thoughts. <laughs> well, I, I think it's more that you're you're more willing to to allow things to to be, and I'm not. <laughs> That's, you know, more of a. Yeah. Okay, I'll agree with that. Everything that's that's out there, that's that's a part of, that's labeled unknown and extraordinary, is fascinating. It's a story to me. It's it's um, it's an it's an idea, and uh, if I took it too seriously, then it would consume me, and I think it would be too too much of a uh, of a conspiracy theorist. And uh, yeah, so I have to. I've, I've in a way, I probably distance myself more than yourself. People would consider me a conspiracy theorist, and I don't care. It's a healthy interest in, in the I, subject matter. I go with the logical point. What would be logical? So if we... we, we collaboration. A UFO in China's skies forced Zhaoshan Airport to stop operations on July Some 7th. Some Chinese residents are on edge this morning after another apparent UFO sighting. It's the second one in two weeks. The first sighting was on July 7th, and an airport had to be shut Theories down. Theories about the UFO's identity are burning up on the internet as, as well. As UFO sightings go, this one was as good or as weird as it gets. A light appearing high in the Arctic sky, baffling those who saw it, and excited a lot of comments. Locals say the light appeared to be bigger than the moon. Thousands of Norwegians bombarded the Meteorological Institute to ask what that light could have possibly been. There's a new video this morning that some say may be proof we're not alone in the universe. A UFO in the form of a bright light is seen descending over the dome of the rock in Jerusalem. The video is said to be taken over the weekend. Uh, then suddenly the light shoots up 
into the sky. Here you see it. Another video from a different angle uh, appears to show the light doing the same thing. Yeah, and that is the question, by the way, Megan, because, you know, critics, it's, it's difficult for them to dismiss this because there are so many different angles. We've got four different videos, all from various perspectives, but they do not know of anything like this in the Israeli army. All right, that's a UFO if I've ever seen one. Yeah, can you that's identify it? So let's start with UFOs, let's start with extraterrestrials, because I think we both have a story to tell there. Yeah, mine's simple. I seen a diamond shape, of, let's call it UFO. It was hanging above the Atlantic Ocean, which is out my window, because I know where it is. Well, I have a good idea anyway, I'm right by the ocean a mile away. And it was hanging, and uh, it's shining in the sun, it was gold. And I said, what the hell is that? I got opera glasses out made out the shape and then it started lifting like millimeters and then it just disappeared up like it went through a vortex or a wormhole it didn't just vanish maybe it did through the wormhole yeah yeah this is again it, it becomes more speculation uh, at the end there um but uh, you know yeah you, you i don't have, know what the hell happened to it yeah but what what uh, yeah and so it's like we, we, we're not very good at beginnings or endings, but we're very, very clear about what we saw in the middle of it all. Um, yes, and I was a teenager, and I wasn't on drugs. So you could you pretty much tell the dis distance from where you were, how far away it was. Yeah. It was about a couple of miles away, probably a mile from the shore. I just came into shape, didn't tell me if it was not from here. Since there was a lot of captured UFOs and the reverse technology, who knows what it was? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. That's my skeptical view of it. Yeah, who knows exactly? Because it's, it's you know, as soon as you start saying the word UFO, um, people just kind of go, "Huh." It's always going to be, you know, you're pointing to the aliens. And, but yeah, so that was the only occurrence, and you never saw it again. Nope, that's it. That was it. Just pure and simple. There it was. How long? Could have been. Go ahead. That's the question. How long was it out there for? When I first looked, it was already there, and then I said, what the hell is that? And I went to get the Apple glasses. It was still there. So it had to be there around five minutes. But who knows how long it was before I looked. Well, you already got the opera glasses. You might as well have gotten some ice cream or some popcorn or found a comfortable <laughs> chair or got into a suit and tuxedo. You know, it could have actually made... Uh, <laughs> but yeah, a couple of minutes is, is still a long time. I mean, it's not like it's um, just there in front of your eyes and then disappearing. That's uh, that's a that's a long length of time. Did anybody else see it? Was there any other case of? I was alone in my room. Well, you're yeah, because it's you're talking about the seventies here, right? Unfortunately, yeah, I'm old. <laughs> but um, being in the seventies, you're not going to have access to the internet, so you wouldn't be able to just say you won't be able to go on Twitter and say, "Is anybody else seeing that out the window?" Which exactly? Which I, I don't know if that happens. Maybe we ought to one time do an episode where we just look at Twitter to see who's looking at UFOs right now, that minute. It um, could be quite interesting to just search. Yeah, gotcha. I'm looking. I first got a computer. Mm. I just got this at the very end of April of this year. Not very long, is it? Not long at all. And I think it's um, when, you, when you're starting late, it's kind of a daunting thing to, to get onto. Yes. Oh, yeah. But, I just got Twitter eight weeks ago. 
but then it's then I, I kind of admire it because you've you've gone through most of your life even in the digital era without it and um, 99% exactly you haven't more. needed it so I didn't you, want it you're more objective you you haven't been kind of warped by it all yet it's um you've still got time but um you know there's a lot of yeah that's for sure there's a lot of um behavioral shifts that you have to do once you get a computer once you're on on the internet there's a lot of things you have to kind of just yeah, like not not bullshit yes stay get a lot of yes yeah, stay away from the bullshit don't click on anything too much clickbait that kind of thing email don't open it if they say that you you've we would like to rest a million dollars in your account. All those kind of different tricks. Oh, sure. And this kind of goes with the paranormal, I think, or with, with Supernatural and the Extraordinary. That There's a lot of people out there who will believe things hook, line, hook, line, and sinker. And, um, they're gullible. Because they're gullible. And, and unfortunately, uh, that, that um, they are able to then relay that gullibility across the ether and everybody else is kind of starts to react to them and um there's there's no source anymore it seems as though that um anybody can say or start anything or talk about anything and uh, everybody has their own beliefs so it's very hard to pinpoint anything of truth anymore since the internet i go with logic logic and Cross-examination. Universe mm -hmm. is eight billion years older than the sun or the galaxy's formation. I heard now the last estimation is a trillion galaxies. We're the only life. Yeah, and that's that famous quote from uh, from Contact by Ellie Alloway, who she said, um, "You know, this, I have to do the voice of Jodie Foster. I hope Super Meowie doesn't mind because she does." Um, she also does Jodie Foster on her show. Well, I never heard it, so uh, you're free uh, to do okay, it. You ready? Here we go. Yeah, there are 400 billion stars out there, just in our galaxy alone. If only one out of a million of those had planets, all right, and if just one out of a million of those had life, and if just one out of a million of those had intelligent life, there would be literally millions of civilizations out there well if there wasn't it'd be an awful waste of space i, I kind of lost my jolly foster at the end there. she she gave up well it's it's completely logical yeah it's logical that there's millions of civilizations out there if there are going to be trillions and trillions of stars then there's got to be something you know if, if how odd would it be if we're the only ones uh, infinitesimal percentage because there has to be many more than us there has to be absolutely it's just logical logical yes and but, there's people who don't believe it at all mm. we need proof i would like to to believe because logically it seems completely preposterous to believe either way that they're here or not but if there are uh, civilizations out there then they're probably too far for us to reach anyway so it's not as if we're, you know, for the entire existence of humanity, we might still always be alone. We might always uh, be wondering and never having met another civilization out there because we might be gone by the time any other civilization reaches us. 
or uh, my, my opinion on that well before you get to your or my opinion is just we were never alone there we go that's the or that's the or that I was going for we were never alone oh, sorry about that no you no, you nailed it I stole your thunder you stole oh, nothing just... you actually literally just just took it to where we wanted to go so Let's stay here so we were never alone and, and we so you have the belief that um, they're around here somewhere yeah, I believe they are here. That's what people don't get. Because if they're out there unable to get here, why would they not still be here? Because they never left. I heard, I heard there's lots of places under the ocean and underground that they're in. And they use multi-dimensional to get around so they can't be seen. Yeah, which, which makes sense because, you know, there's, there's no reason why... You know, aliens. I mean, I, I've discussed this on on one on, on another podcast before about the the stupid alien who who, who goes out flying in in his um, in his flying saucer and gets seen by a group of people and he gets taught, called in. Hey, come on, Bob or Larry. Hey, you idiot! What are you doing? What are you doing? Stop flying around, showing showing. So, oh, sorry, I didn't realize that I, I forgot to put my shield up, or you know, and it's like they're not. Uh, that's, not gonna device. that's not going to happen. There are, you know, it, it's um, the, uh, they've already said that, you know, and I think that even even Carl Sagan said in that um, video that I sent you, which was obviously he doesn't want to believe that there is any chance of there being extraterrestrials in our local vicinity, and that they're actually he, does, he definitely doesn't believe that they're flying saucers or anything, which. I can understand that. I mean, I'm a little bit skeptical of that. I mean, if they were ever going to be flying but he's, over... He's a corporate debunker. There are curious daylight photos of UFOs. Some look suspiciously like uh, hats or hubcaps thrown into the air. Photos can be faked. More common are unidentified lights at night. They're often aircraft, but if we can't identify a light, that doesn't make it a spaceship. Most reports of unidentified flying objects turn out to be something else, like the refracted image of a bright planet or the re-entry of an artificial satellite. Some are psychological aberrations, some are hoaxes. Never is there any compelling physical evidence, a detailed close-up photograph of a strange spacecraft or a small device of extraterrestrial manufacture, a book written in alien hieroglyphics. Never. There are reports of such things, but never the things themselves. He's a corporate debunker, which, fair enough, you need to have that in order to have... How about uh, Seth Shostak? Who's that? The head of uh, SETI, trying to get the radio wave signal. I think it's radio wave signals. Mm-hmm. You've heard of SETI, right? The search for extraterrestrial yeah. intelligence. Is this the, uh, the the wow in the margin story? Yeah. On August the 15th, 1977, a radio telescope called the Big Ear detected a radio signal from somewhere in the vicinity of the constellation Sagittarius. And this is the printout from that night. You can see that somewhere around quarter past ten Eastern Standard Time, a very bright radio signal pulsed in. It looks something like this. Let's sketch it out. It was a 
pulse with a width of around 72 seconds and the peak intensity, the peak brightness was over 30 times the brightness of the, the background radio emission from the galaxy. So it's fascinating. I heard there was plenty of other signals like that that were suppressed mm. from insiders getting on the radio and speaking about it, working at SETI. It, it is funny. I mean, when you look at the uh, opinions of, I mean, they're, they're, people don't talk about it. I mean, Bill Clinton talked a little bit jokingly. Oh, he's full of shit. Um, he, he, he was joking, I think it was on uh, Jimmy Kimmel. And it's all a joke. It's all a joke. You know, the, the, he was basically asked by Jimmy Kimmel, you know, if I was the president, the first thing I would do is go and find out about E.T. straight away. You know, and, and did you? He goes, yeah, I did. Because I want to know. I'd want to know what has been going on. Did you do that? Sort of. Sort of. <laughs> yeah, we had... Uh... Sometime, I think it was at the beginning of my second term, we had the anniversary of Roswell. You waited that long? I did. Wow. Well, I didn't. And then I, there's also Area 51. You remember there was a great sci-fi movie where there was an alien kept deep under the ground yeah. in Area 51? So first I had people go look at the records on Area 51 to make sure there was no alien down there. <laughs> and people thought that because everybody who works there has to stop about an hour away and put on special clothing and then drive in and out. And that's because a lot of our stealth technology is made there. We know that now, and, and, but there are no aliens there. So then I, when the Roswell thing came up, I knew we'd get, you know, zillions of letters. So I had all the Roswell papers reviewed, everything. If you saw that there were aliens there, would you tell us? Yeah. You would. <laughs> But it's just. Yeah, but he was full of crap about everything. But it's 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 just the way that that you know whenever a new story breaks and you'll hear this thing that that involves uh, somebody seeing a UFO, they say it in such a childlike way, like uh, our next story. You've heard it before. You've seen it on the television. UFOs, and they <laughs> yes, Marjorie, don't you find it amusing that we're going to have a story now about this man who thought he saw a UFO? Oh, isn't this adorable? Isn't, and that's the darling, isn't it darling? Yeah, it's really adorable that these creatures will make us seem like ants walking around are coming here. That's so, why they don't land and say hello. I, I think the, the whole, I mean, we, we've got to kind of start digging into our own core beliefs here. I mean, we both believe that um, the, the body is a vehicle and that um, what, what drives the vehicle is energy, and that's our mind. Yeah. And, and that, that mind and that energy could be a part of a, a mass consciousness. Indeed. The whole universe is energy mm. and connected and mass consciousness. But we wouldn't know that because it's being suppressed. And that's why when we said that, you know, with music, you can get a whole arena of people just swaying to the same song because it's about a rhythm. It's a vibration. And everybody feels yeah, the That's same. the word. Vibrational frequency. Mm -hmm. and, and so, and that's what mental telepathy is. It's you on a, on a very deep level riding the same wave as something else or somebody else. And you're, you're basically just surfing. 
vibrating together. <laughs> Which could have other connotations, but we should... <laughs> yes. That, that's I have thought about that, believe it or not. That, yeah, that those are the kind of parties that we shouldn't get invited to. I'm not getting invited to any, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> so your thoughts on Betty and Barney Hill? Yeah, Cole Sagan left out a lot in that. They're, they're, that's a couple yeah. who... Um, newly married, weren't they? Uh, Betty, and, Betty and Barney. And, and we're not talking about the Flintstones here, Betty and Barney. Barney, will you please stop with the falling star stuff? But we both wish, Betty. That's what gave it the double whammy, the zoo zoo. That was a different... Uh, not uh, the Rubbles. Not the Rubbles. No, no, they, they had their own problems. But... Uh, <laughs> yeah, pretty much, I think, a couple of years. This was way back in Interracial, don't forget that. They were newlyweds and they went to Canada because they wanted to see Niagara Falls. And um, they drove back from from Canada back home, and, um, and then they had their encounter. New Hampshire, to be exact. And that's where time stopped. That's where there's missing time. Missing time, and also the memory loss, amnesia. Yeah, they were much further down the road than they remembered. As you were saying before, amnesia. Do you? No, I don't. There must be a reasonable explanation. <sighs> they had observed, so they said, a strange moving light in the sky. By definition, an unidentified flying object. It seemed to follow them for miles. What's the matter with that dog? After a time, the lighting patterns on the UFO changed. It appeared to land. It blocked the road, preventing them from driving on. They said they saw mouthless creatures approaching who were not exactly human. Barney? Barney? Barney, what is that? At this point, the story becomes still stranger. They lost all recollection of what happened in the next few hours. But weeks later, they said, they recalled some details and discussed the experience with others. 26 months later, under hypnosis, they reported that a UFO had landed and that the crew had emerged. They were captured, they said, and taken aboard the craft. You know, nobody knows exactly what it was that that really stopped them, um, stopped them in their tracks. They they would if if they were driving behind the wheel, they'd be driving at quite a speed. They would they wouldn't just suddenly stop. 
um, unless something actually had control over that stopping. You know, yes. when you're driving, when you're driving home, you're driving. You're, you're basically you're looking at the, the the road signs. You're you're making sure that you're staying awake, and uh, you you don't just fall, if you fall asleep at the wheel, you know you know you're doing that. You know that. Yeah, a lot of people do that. So what was it? What happened to them? Hey, you want my opinion? Hmm. From all the data, data, whatever people want to call it, they were abducted by aliens, and memories was wiped out that they were, and they were they lost two or three hours, I think, of time, because they were almost home when they they snapped out of whatever trance they were in. They don't remember being almost home. They knew it was another couple of hour drive and. It wasn't. Okay. So how could that happen? Explain that one. Explain that one. And and oh yeah, the hypnotic regression. They had that's how that. they found out the memory. Yeah. Um, so before that, they didn't know they had memory loss. They didn't figure that out. They were literally just just the time. They just they time. knew they had missing time. Yeah. They thought, well, how can we hear now? That's that's bizarre. Um, so if you look at the, if you look at their situation in terms of reality what happened in reality to, to them um, they were on their way home they thought they had another three hours or so left on their journey and all of a sudden they they were ahead of their time they were somewhere they were close to home and so so in that moment what would you think you'd think okay what 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 just happened you know if you have no memory of it you don't automatically go to do you know what, darling? I think we were picked up by extraterrestrials and then dumped back down three hours ahead of our journey. No, no, no you don't, don't go straight to that. No, 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 you don't. So, no, I'm agreeing. It's so, time warps, time slips. So that was a so but, the hypnosis. So how do we how do we yeah. validate that 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 hypnosis was accurate? That it wasn't just somebody thinking, oh, do you know what? What if we can just plant this into their heads that they were abducted? You know, who would do that? MK Ultra. Mm -hmm. You know what the MK Ultra is, right? Yeah, isn't that the mind control? Mind control. That's it. Yeah, but um, but then you start to think, well, was this a couple who wanted to make publicity? Was this a couple who actually wanted um, to to did they were they on on their way from Canada and thought, Do you know what, we need a little bit of money. Shall we fake um let, let's let's fake an alien abduction story. It'll be fun. Come on, we'll, we'll have a we'll have a kick out of it. We'll we'll go and have our hypnosis session, and we'll pretend that we've been abducted by aliens. It'll be fantastic. I think that's far fetched. Exactly. Even though some people would believe that. Exactly. And there there are probably couples out there now that would do that because they are that jaded. But back in in 1961, newly married um, interracial couple. I think the last thing that they would want would be publicity. They would just want to be enjoying their life together and not, not trying to make a fuss, especially at that time of you know, time in history. Hundred percent agreement. Hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, they they wouldn't want to be attracting attention. They'd be worried. They'd be, I can imagine they'd be quite concerned at that time. You know, just to make sure that you know that they're safe. You know. And the Ku Klux Klan isn't after them. Exactly, and because that that was rife at that time, that was uh, that was right on the um, on the edge of it all. So, 
not not really the best time to to kind of make stuff up like that. So maybe we can just Would have publicize that. Yeah. But, the scrutiny and all that. But why did they lots of scrutiny? Why did it become public? Why did it become known? Why didn't they hide it? Why was it public? Because again, it's the time period. I start to think. Well, if that was me, I would be like, mm, let's just not say anything. Let's just keep it to ourselves. That's a good point. But they really wanted to know badly. They found out, and they wanted to publicize it. Who knows the motive? Hmm. Yeah, because it's it's always a, a, a strange thing for me when I when I hear these stories, like the Travis Walton one, for example. I mean, how many books has he written? He still does. Uh, you know, they pay him to to go to seminars. Um, yeah, but there was witnesses before he ever even wrote a page of the book. He、uh, was with a bunch of people when he was abducted. Yeah.、Uh, Why would he want to make that up? Because not all of them profited. At the time, there was. They were considered nutjobs, especially Travis.、Mm. And only Travis well, then, has kind of been the one who's、um, who's profited by it all. I don't think anybody else has. Just him. Yeah, but they saw him vanish. They saw the light, and then he wasn't around. Because they were they were running for it. Let's get the hell out of here. And days later, he finally showed up.、And、I don't think that's a made-up story. I actually heard him on two different radio shows. Yeah, it's a tricky one. That one. I mean, I, I I always see the publicity gets in the way of my、um, my wanting to to validate that story.、Um, This happened in the seventies. That's right. That's right. And、um, I know you go through the possibility thing. I go with the abduction thing. Maybe I'm just too afraid to just kind of just bite it and say, "Hey, yes." Even though I love the idea of the story of the of of the alien abduction story. I'm still kind of avoiding it.、Uh, how about the eight billion year head start on just just the sun we see in the sky? In, in such a, the the digital era has kind of ruined it for us in terms of enjoying a good, well put together hoax rather than just a sloppy, easygoing, you know, push button hoax. You know, people put a lot of effort into faking those videos back in the day of video. Absolutely, too much. Now, yeah, it's ridiculously easy. All of those things are fallible. How about mass, mass experience, like a bunch of people seeing the same thing、it、at the would, same time? It would have to be mass, and it would have to dominate um, um, the the ordinary news and actually be meaningful. Not in this country. <laughs> it would have to be full on. There has been mass sightings, though. Because I listened to Peter Davenport of the UFO Reporting Center, and he has、mm-hmm. people at the same time seeing the same thing.、And、it's usually orbs, orange orbs. It's usually that color. Other colors, of course, but I hear orange the most. Yeah, and I think I, I, I think this is a good time for me to tell uh, my um, story about what I saw、yeah. when I was a kid. Go right ahead. It was.、Um, um, I think I was probably about twelve, thirteen. It's quite young. In my bedroom, and I noticed a, a light reflecting in the、um, in the pond that we have outside a window. And I looked out the window, and I saw.、Um, looked at looked at the reflection first before I looked up. I could see a, a kind of a purple triangle. Now, the purple triangle was was spinning on on an on an axis. So it was kind of like just turning on itself. 
um, there were lights that were fixed lights that weren't spinning. It was the purple ring that was actually the triangle ring that was moving. Um, so lights at the tip and a light in the middle. And um, so I, I, from the reflection, I looked up and within the seconds of looking up, it just kind of just whooshed up, gone. And, Sounds familiar. And um, but of course, it was a purple, purple um, in color with... That's not familiar. Um, but the lights were kind of just, uh, just your, your standard yellow glow lights, just, you know, head beams, more like. And, and that was that, but I didn't, I didn't know what it was. I didn't really think of anything. I knew that, that um, stealth bombers were being tested down at the, um, the airbase nearby. Um, Nick Pope, the, um, our version of Mulder, um, F, you know, UFO um, hunter. Ministry of Defense. Yeah, he, he was the only person who, who was actually talking about these things at the time. And of course, this was around about the time that the X Files was just kicking off, so it wasn't really in our mass consciousness. You know, UFOs had to be looked at in books. You know, so I didn't know what I was looking at. It wasn't wasn't my thing. So I, I yeah, so I don't really know what to say about that. That was in the eighties, I would think. Um, no, nineteen ninety one, nineteen ninety two. Oh yeah, you're much younger. Post, I forgot about that. Post Twin Peaks. I got you by a couple of decades. I yeah, I was born nineteen eighty, so um Yeah, so ninety two that would be it. But it was, I was a, a teenager in the seventies. what I've heard that's happening now is really nuts. What is going on? And now? I might believe that there's trade. Trade between civilizations in space. Yeah, because um, there's been a lot of stuff about um, there being the, the secret NASA and the, the secret um, the secret space missions. program. And oh, that that's been hacked. NASA has been hacked. That's how uh, I forgot the guy's name. He's from Scotland. He found out about the secret space program, and they wanted to give him 35 years to life in jail. Gary McKinnon, I think, is his name. Yeah, and he's he hacked been... NASA. And he's still uh, he's still out there. Yeah, he has a paper that says non-terrestrial offices. What does that mean? Yeah, that's uh, nothing to do with Earth. <laughs> In yeah, my exactly. opinion, that's non-terrestrial. Non-terrestrial um, offices. It's definitely not the it's Arctic. In space. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so it, it's it's a bizarre time. I I, I think. Now, I mean, this this is why I was I was a little bit reluctant to do a podcast on these subject matters because there are so many podcasts out there already, and they just tend to just turn cases over the same way every time. They just read out the same case over it, and then they just say, "Wow, wasn't that great?" Um, but what what's int- what I think would be interesting for us is that we're we're more kind of trying to connect the dots and trying to figure out where things are leading to where, where you know, when this all began doesn't really matter now because you know i think uh humans have been thinking extraterrestrials for centuries well the year you were born something weird happened oh yeah Rendlesham forest the um Rendlesham forest case 
that was yeah that was the the, the, the case down in the south of England Norwich yes and the Bureau officers there actually seen the craft landed and when it took off it made impressions in the ground it was a small triangle mm-hmm. and it had had symbols on them and Jim Penniston touched one of the symbols and a binary code was implanted in his brain and he wrote it down and it was deciphered that it's we're an experiment an ongoing experiment if you can believe that in my opinion if aliens are here I suspect the newspapers would be full of the story. And if governments are involved in a cover-up, they're doing a much better job at it than they seem to do at anything else. This is something I feel like, if I was the president, and it's unlikely that that is ever going to happen. You never know. <laughs> if I was the president... It was unlikely that I was going to be president. <laughs> the moment I was inaugurated, my hand would, would just, it'd still be hot from touching the Bible, and I would immediately race to um, wherever they hold, have the files uh, about Area 51 and the UFOs, <laughs> and I'd go through everything to find out what happened. Right. Did you do that? That's why you will not be president. Because <laughs> uh, that's, that's, that's the first thing that you would do. Um. <laughs> because President Clinton said he did go right in and he did check and there was nothing. Well, you know, that's, that's what we're instructed to, say. instructed to say. We have enough. Oh, I think we've got, we got enough. Um, that, that's um, a sweet, um, sweet amount, I think, definitely. I've got... Um, got over 30 minutes here so oh excellent so to, to start with i think we've, we've got some pretty good stuff there i mean we've got our own personal experiences on ufos and um yeah I, we will continue this in another episode good night ying dave thank you very much for calling and um we'll do this again next time okay thank you Stephen, and everybody out there good night fuckers <laughs> <laughs> I love it, and and we're going to go out on that. Thank you very much. Okay, that's great. Perfect. Stop recording.